Hi, I'm Melanie Renault, your Miss Galaxy Chatham, and you're watching the Pageants and PJs podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pageants and PJs episode. Oh, crap. Uh, 80? <laughs> Is it 80? Someone quick. Uh, 79. Sorry, not 80. Our special oh, guest for today is a familiar face, uh, Melanie Renault. as I said, from the land of pageants and poutine. Melanie, how are you? I'm doing great today. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Such, I'm doing super. Thanks for asking. Um, how's everything going in terms of pageant prep? We've got Galaxy Canada coming up this, this, this weekend. weekend. This weekend. Yep. So today was so... a nice prep day for me. Um, I'm on my friend's farm right now, so that's why it's a little bit different in the background. Um, and I've got her little dog with me, but she's got a lot of room to actually walk around in heels. Um, so, I mean... I've had a lot of time to prepare for this pageant because I signed up last year in February, so not even this past year. Um, but it, it does seem like it's coming together really fast, like it's this weekend, and I, I really can't believe it. So I'm excited. Um, little... I'm just picturing you walking around the farm in here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, so like I'm kind of used to it too. But uh yeah, there's there's all sorts of animals here. She just opened her own farm market, so I've been helping out this weekend and and stayed. Oh, up. yeah. So, oh, cool. Yeah. What what's on the um, what's on the farm market? Some fruits, vegetables. Yeah, they got fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, they have like a lot of local businesses in the area that they're selling their products there too. So there's like tea and ketchup and beans and pickles and like um, there's some like dog food treats too. Like if you have any pets or, or anything, like there's some really interesting stuff in there. So she's, she's starting up like as an entrepreneur, opening her own little farm market. And I thought I'd support her this weekend. So I'm still here. Um, just enjoying some little puppy cuddles right now. Oh, <laughs> cute. This is Squish. And Squish. She, yeah. Her name's Squish. Squish. So, is that the sound she makes when you step on her? Probably. I, I will not say that. She's so small. I knew you were going to ask that, Adrian. She looks, yeah. she looks at you. You know how my brain what works. What is your um, issue with small dogs? Uh, well, my issue with small dogs is they normally yap and they're terribly behaved because they're so cute. The owner never trains them. That's why they start yapping because it was a big dog and they, you know, they stepped at you. You'd have to you'd have to discipline it because if a big dog accidentally nips a child, child loses an arm. Whereas if it's a dog the size of Squish or a dog the size of Paris, when it yips at you, you're like, oh, that's so cute. And that's why Melanie has to hold Squish because otherwise she would yip. That's my it's, issue. It's not that bad morning. though. Yeah, I was telling I was telling Adrian I have to have her because whenever I'm here, um, she's like super attached to me for whatever reason. And, uh, I said, she's actually not that bad. Like she doesn't yap yap, but she mm. will, she will whine and try to like get it from the door to get in anyway. So I'm like, I'm just going to save you guys that hassle of noise. Thank you. 
<laughs> Mine's just I think, on my lap, yeah. I think animals know, like, animal people. Because I have the same thing. As much as I give Chloe grief about Paris, I bet you if I met Paris, Paris would be following me everywhere. Yeah. I don't, are, are you guys all, like, animal people? Do the animals always, and kids as well, do the animals and kids always follow you around want to play with you? Is it just me? Yeah. Yeah. It means yeah. you have the energy to entertain them. If you've got the energy to entertain them, they'll be around you all the time. Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. you guys are all probably young at heart as well. So, you know, I, I remember I was at a restaurant before Corona hit, I think. Uh, and, you know, I'm relatively tall. We were at a Chinese restaurant and I was under the table playing with my five-year-old nephew. And I, there were a lot of people watching me, adults, and I think I was embarrassing my family, but I was having great fun. Um, Melanie, my um, th- does your friend's farm have any chickens? I ask this because I've got a couple of chickens out the back. They finally started laying. Oh, my god! And gosh. they are so weird chickens. Yes, they're incredibly stupid, but they're also very, very strange. I started making the weirdest sounds. So does she have, like, any chickens on her farm? She's got a bunch of chickens bunch of chickens i love chickens like as a kid i i tried like bringing chickens into the house so um like no. <laughs> no don't do that but i love watching them like they're so interesting to watch like this the moving around and and like the noises they make like they're they're really mm. interesting but yeah they, she's got a bunch she's got some roosters she named one of them big john and uh i forget what the other one's name is but <laughs> they've got some interesting <laughs> names and yeah they got llamas in the back what? too. Llamas. Uh, I recently learned this. So like there's a ba- like there's a pretty bad coyote um scenario here. Uh so um to protect the horses, apparently llamas are predators to coyotes. And that's why they decided to get llamas and put them into the where the horses are so that they protect the horses. Oh. I had oh. no idea that coyotes were afraid of llamas, but uh so there's a tidbit for you if you ever want horses. Isn't a llama like a goat? They're like, uh, uh, they're, really big goats. they're like, um, they look like alpaca. Do you know what yeah. alpaca looks like? A llama is a llama. Yeah. It's its own. But I mean, it's a four-legged I with... herbivore. I mean, yeah, there's a lot Why of four-legged. Why is it that you're afraid of a four-legged herbivore? There's a lot herbivore. of four-legged herbivores that are not. Goats. <laughs> I mean, why would a coyote be, be af- What? Why should I be afraid I ca- of it? I came across a movie the other day. I think it was either on Amazon Prime or Netflix, and it was called Llamageddon. And like the little picture <laughs> had a llama with red eyes. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I I just like glanced at it. I didn't watch it or anything, but yeah. Maybe the coyotes watched that program. (laughs) I think it was on Netflix. The worst movie I've ever seen, Sharknado, if you've ever seen that. I don't even know that movie. There's one. You can just imagine what it's about. I I tried what it was painful. Horrible. It was was so bad it was funny, but not funny because they were trying to be funny. It was funny because it was so bad. Chloe, what were you saying? There's a... There's another one about sharks on Amazon Prime called House Shark, and it's this giant paper mache shark, like wrestling with the guys in the movie. It was really badly made. It was really badly made on purpose, 
And when I was in my sister's house a few weekends ago, we were laughing at these really bad movies. We came across Lamageddon, House Shark. Um, there was one called Killer Sofa, and it looked like it was set in Australia. And we watched the trailer. It looked hilarious. But these movies all looked so bad that I low-key wanted to watch them. <laughs> I don't Sometimes there's like funny bad, and then there's just yeah. bad. That's really bad. Have yeah. you guys, have any of you guys seen the Borat film, the second Borat film? Ally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I didn't watch the first one because I, at that, at that stage, I just couldn't stand Borat um, and I didn't like the actor. And then I was watching YouTube and actually watching an interview with, uh, what's the actor's Sasha name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. That guy is amazing. He is so intelligent and well-spoken. I, I didn't know he was anything like, the first thing I saw was Ali G and then Borat. And it's not exactly my type of humor. So I thought I'm not going to enjoy this guy at all. Then I watched an interview. I thought he was amazing. Then I watched a second Borat film. There are parts in there that are really cringy. I have Melanie's scene. Hard to watch. There's one part where her, where his daughter is dancing. They call it the, you know, and it's just, oh, can't, can't do it. Um, but he does it all, like, for real. He was almost shot. He needs security. There was one time he was in a hotel and he had a Secret Service person um, and he had set up an interview with some U.S. senator, and the U.S. senator had sort of thought something was off because he was playing with Lego on the floor or something. <laughs> and then he had all the Secret Service in the building looking for him, hunting for him, whilst his own Secret Service guy was trying to keep him safe. It was ridiculous. Huh. And I kind of thought that's that's what I would want to do. That sounds like a <laughs> lot of fun for me like interviews in the real world um okay so melanie's on a farm um daniel what have you been up to oh gosh well since last time we was on there's been a lot happening um it was only three weeks ago i, I mean there's there's been a fair bit adrian um there was mm -hmm. the pageant girl weekender we haven't been on since then have we so no the pageant girl weekender <laughs> where they crowned um what was the first Megan? one? They crowned Miss International. Um, yeah, so, Evie. Yes, Evangeline. Um, and then Teen Pageant Girl, Miss Pageant Girl, and UK's National Miss. So that was quite surreal being back in like pageant land and not just one pageant, but multiple pageants happening over one, mm. you know, over four days. So that was insane. So it was so nice to be back. And then straight after that, the weekend after, I had Royal. So I'm now getting to a point where all my weekends are now booked up. Uh, I'm now having to tell my other half that he needs to schedule in weekends. So past two weekends, I've dedicated to him because I know that I I'm not going to see him for the next God knows when. Um, and then what else has happened? Yeah, and then we've got um, Diamond coming up this weekend. And so it's all kind of all kicking back off, which is nice. Um, sorry to rub salt in the wounds, Adrian. I know you're in, a, in the midst of a third lockdown, <laughs> but um, it's quite nice to have a bit of normality back. 
it is very weird to see you guys at the pageant girl weekend and go i know where that photo was taken yeah i recognize that i don't know melanie will know but that black and white you know the floor with the checkers uh-huh. like, i know where you took that i know that staircase i know it's like oh <laughs> yeah don't ask about australia's lockdown let's just say the army is involved at the moment and it's getting worse not better um so our pals in gosh. melbourne are back under curfew so they can only go out between the hours of 5 a.m. and 9 p.m. Otherwise, they have to be at home. So it ain't going so well in the land down under, as, as you guys would say. Um, just before I ask Chloe to catch us up, Melissa Gibbons has asked, uh, I guess this could be for Danielle, but I'll assume it's for Melanie. Not Why for me. did you choose Galaxy? I'm going to assume the system, not the chocolate. I was just about to say it's the best chocolate. <laughs> Do I know that? I don't think I know that chocolate galaxy. <gasps> oh, it's a, it's a British chocolate. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I it's like Cadbury, but better. Ah, a million times better. better. So, is this question for me or? Yeah, that's definitely so, yeah. for you. <laughs> I feel people are sick of hearing me talk about galaxy for the past two years. <laughs> Well, um, if you if you've watched me on like here before, I've mentioned I I did pageants as a teenager. So I did Miss Teen Canada World at the time. It's called Miss Teenage Canada now. It's the largest teenage pageant in Canada, and I placed top ten in my first pageant, which was really cool. And I got a I got a hooked on it for sure, <laughs> as I'm still here doing them. But uh, I did another one the next year, and I ended up going to internationals for it. And then I took a long break for university and focused on other things that really helped me with personal growth and leadership and just other opportunities in general that I think uh, were worth it. And, and it brought me mm-hmm. here to who I am today. And uh, I had always planned to do a pageant after I graduated. Of course, it, the pandemic happened right, right pretty much when I was graduating. So um, I had the director reach out to me. So I actually knew Cindy from the um, international pageant I did. She held my title prior to me. So I had met her there and she and I became friends through that. And she's like, you should do the galaxy system because I'm the director now. And I was very happy for her. And I was like, I don't know. It's been years. I know I was planning to, and she knew I was planning to, and she somehow convinced me um, to do it. And I was looking up the system prior and I loved everything they stood for. And um, yeah, I just kind of was, I made a decision during the pandemic. I was like, I'm going to have something to look forward to if I do this pageant. And that's, that's honestly a big part of it was just because I loved what the system stood for after doing my research, Cindy being involved and uh, having something to look forward to during the lockdown, during um, all the time spent at home and preparing for that. Maybe that's what I should do. Enter a pageant. Ah. So I have something to look forward to if if lockdown is ever over. Uh Zanny has also said hi to you, Melanie. So hello, Zanny. Hi. Uh and just before we move on to Miss Davies to catch us up, this is Galaxy Chocolate, yeah. Melanie. Ah. I do like the branding. Very nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's better than it Cadbury in the UK is better than I think Cadbury in Australia. For some okay. reason, they, they really are very different. And I think Galaxy is better than Cadbury. So huh. I don't know if it's in Canada. I no feel way. like it's it's richer. Like it's a little bit like sweeter and creamier. than Yeah, and it's less powdery 
Um, the big yeah. difference between the Cadbury in the UK and Cadbury here, Cadbury here is kind of like a budget, okay chocolate, but the Cadbury over in the UK, it's a lot smoother and richer and milkier. And then Galaxy is kind of like a step past that as well. So when yeah, I, think I don't Cadbury, know if it's in Canada. When I, so we have Cadbury here, but it's like always like, I think it's caramel filled. Like uh, the ones that I've had are all oh. caramel filled. So it might be completely different. Or is, maybe that's just the kind I'm having. <laughs> I think we, we have caramel filled, yeah. but mm. we, the original one is just solid block of chocolate. Okay. I'm going to be bringing a load of Galaxy chocolate to Galaxy International. So what you need to do <laughs> is get that crown and I will be bringing you your own Galaxy chocolate bar. <laughs> so you get a crown and, and a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> worth it very I, worth it i think i remember when i was um when i was interviewing uh kelsey pulton who's a current miss galaxy still current because i can't yeah we haven't had a galaxy <laughs> yeah. since then she has a the crown box that says miss galaxy on it and people when she went around thought that she was representing galaxy chocolate because they'd not heard of the galaxy pageant so people thought in the crown case she was carrying galaxy chocolate which i thought was hilarious <laughs> it's funny. actually not a bad idea if you do an appearance, just carry chocolate in your crown case and you can give yeah. it to people. Um, okay, Miss Davies, what have you been up to over the last three weeks, four weeks? Well, where do I start? Well, to be honest, I have just been working. Um, I went through a bit of a crazy week last week. My Nana had COVID. And it's crazy because my Nana lives with me, but no one else in my house got it apart from her. Um, so yeah, it just goes to show that like no one's safe, even though we've sheltered her for a year and a half, she went mm. to visit one person and unfortunately that person had COVID. She was in hospital. She's 83 years old with COPD in her lungs and she is now back home out of hospital and fully recovered from COVID. So if this is a sign for anyone, then it is get your vaccines. She's double vaccinated. She's 83. She pulled through. And the doctors did say if it hadn't been for the vaccine, then, you know, anything could have happened. So I'm just so blessed and so happy that, you know, she's feeling better and she's back home and she's eating lots again. And she's just back to herself because it's been it's been scary. It has. And when we sent her into hospital, I didn't know if I was ever going to see her again. So to have her back home now is just like the most important thing for me right now. Also, Friday is going to be my last day of work. And here's to new adventures. I'm moving to Belfast for uni in September. God knows what I'll be doing next. Um, I haven't got a job yet in Belfast or anything, but I'm just taking a leap of faith. And yeah, I'm just going to do it go do my masters Yay. see where the next adventure takes me I think sometimes in life you just feel like you just got to get up and go and after mm -hmm. the pandemic I thought why not now so I'm gonna do that and over the next few weeks I'm gonna be quite busy to my best friend Eden's competing in Miss Great Britain so that's gonna be super exciting mm. and yeah oh my God, just... I'm gonna see you there is that the first this is the first time yeah um, post pandemic or that i have seen you 
I know that's crazy. See each other each week, but not in person. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Have you guys actually ever seen each other in person? We have. I've seen you at Holly's pageants. I can't remember what. It might be in power pageant around, but yeah. obviously we don't didn't know each other as well as what we do now. So it would be a complete different experience. I've like seen Chloe that around. That is so weird. But how weird is that? Know. We'll be goofing around, having so much fun. What was that? Um, was also, that the time, Chloe? You cut yourself in the shower, yeah, and bleeding out and, everywhere. Okay, and Naki had to write a note to say sorry about the blood. <laughs> but yeah, um, also me and Amy are going to have a meet up because we haven't seen each other since before the pandemic on the last weekend of aug in August. Oh my goodness, I can't speak at the minute. Um, but we are going to be in London if Danny will be when, in the when, area. When, 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 when? Bank holiday weekend, the weekend of the 28th. This this month. This month. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, I've got my jab in London, my, my second vaccine on the 28th. So I'll be around mm -hmm. on the Saturday, you around the Saturday. We will be, yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey, okay, Great Chloe. Exciting. Chloe, just prepare mm -hmm. your liver now. <laughs> hey! <laughs> she's Irish, I... so you know she's good. <laughs> yeah, but she's human as well. There's only certain amount of alcohol. <laughs> You're making me out to be a raving alcoholic, Adrian. Like <laughs> it's just a bit of champagne. It's fine. <laughs> Oh no, I thought I'm making you out to be a raving alcoholic. Do you remember that message that you sent me, Danielle? After yes, and you, you love had... to you love to remind me of this message all the dang time. I know. It's hilarious. I had, I, had a couple of, I had a couple too many glasses. You... <laughs> I, I was slurring my words. Might get her into trouble. Melanie, I she, she I got a message from what on WhatsApp from Danielle. It's like um, five so, you know, minutes long. And yeah, it's like one of the voice notes. And I start playing it. And I think, and I, it's like, I hit the play button and like, I don't hear anything. I'm like, is it actually playing or is my phone Bluetooth somewhere that I don't know about it? And then the first word goes, oh, it's recording. <laughs> oh my God. As soon as I'm here, already <laughs> recording. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just had this image like, she's there and she's pressed the button and she's like, oh. It's recording. Oh, God, how much? And then you blamed me because you'd had the bottle of gin that I'd sent you, and apparently that made it my fault. It was a well, good gin. Well, you did the gin. <laughs> yeah. So it was good I gin, so I, could, I, had to, to... I had to finish it. Was it Sipsmith's? Oh, also, I've just, um, a few weeks back I was at an event and there was a stand and they had purple gin there. Purple. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Exactly the same. It's the mystery gin. It's exactly the same, but it is made in South Wales. So you've got one in Australia, and mm. we've got one in Wales. And I Did thought, you taste oh, it? I'd have to. Yeah, it was really good. It was similar. I, I couldn't. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I can't really remember <laughs> what the last bottle tastes like. It was so long ago. That's why. Um, but, uh, that's not what to, that sounded like. Just for I'll the record, get you a, a bottle of that in return, and you'll have to try our our Welsh. Gin. So, 
for Me- for Melanie and for people watching or listening at home, um, there is a boutique winery here that does bespoke gin. And uh, Emma Collingridge, Miss Galaxy UK uh, from last year, and I, she was over here in Australia. And we went up there and I'd never, the Hunter Valley in New South Wales is famous for wine, not so especially red wine. If you've ever had a, an Australian red, a Shiraz, you'll know why I can't drink any other reds. Because compared to Australian reds, everything else tastes like it's been watered down. Oh. But this place had um, vodka, I think, and bespoke gin. They'd made gin there themselves. And there was this one really weird one. They called it mystery gin, which doesn't sound particularly promising. It's like, I don't want to be surprised by what's in my gin. But it was purple. (laughs) And because it's gin, you're not tasting it in wine glasses, obviously, because if you have that much gin, you'll be on the floor. Um, But they you taste it out of test tubes. So they had a little pipette, you know, those things that used to suck chemicals up. You're in um, chemistry class. They'd use that to to suck up to exactly, I think it was like five mils, and then put it in a test tube, and then you drink it out of a test tube. A fancy shot glass. Yeah. And if the, the purple was from a plant that had natural chemical indicator properties, so if you remember litmus paper back in chemistry school where if it's base, it's blue if it's acidic i think it was pink this mystery gin which was blue had that property so if you poured lemon in it or tonic water it went bright pink so we were just watching it and it tastes now the taste was like tic tacs i think it tasted like orange tic tacs it had the most bizarre taste it was quite sweet was not alcoholic so another didn't taste alcoholic, so it was very, very dangerous because it's one of those things you just drink, 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 and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall on the floor. Um, but then I sent uh, – no, I didn't send it. I took you it over it with to you. Galaxy UK before the world ended. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, I, I gave Daniel a bottle. But, Daniel, I think you said your dad kept wanting to have it, didn't he? No, yeah, he loved it. He thought he was fascinated by it. Took him back to his school days, I think. Um <laughs> They might even have I finished it. I can't remember. I know that me and my dad was making our way. I didn't drink the whole thing on my own. Okay, guys, me and my dad were were sharing <laughs> this bottle. Of I didn't gin. say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Don't get so defensive. But because I really like gin and tonics, um, especially during summer, not so much a winter drink. But when you pour the tonic water in it, it goes from this deep blue slash purple to this vibrant pink as you're pouring it. So it's like a really weird chemi- chemistry experiment. So little um, things in life that please you, isn't it, Age? <laughs> <laughs> little things like that. It's I cool. actually thought that's... for... You go, Claire. Sorry, I was just going to say, I actually thought for years that I hated gin because I kept tasting gin and tonic. And then, like, I'd say about two years ago, I realized that I didn't hate gin and it was just tonic water tonic. when someone gave me tonic on its own. I was like, oh, what's that horrible, strong taste? It was just the tonic water. So I actually do lo- love gin now. And I would have it with like lemonade and like appetizer mm. and fancy lemon. But no, I just, tonic water just has a horrible like taste to it. I, hmm, no. No, it's a no, no to tonic water for you, Chloe, is it? Yeah. Why does it have that weird taste? Like a tang, it's like chemicals. Isn't it? Yeah, it's almost no, like no, that, someone put like bleach in your bleach. 
I'm not Donald Trump, okay? I'm not going around drinking bleach to, to cure me from COVID. I can't believe people were actually doing that, though. Oh. oh Natural selection, I say. I, <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's what someone over here said as well. And it's like, yeah, kind of. Because yeah, I remember, I, I got to say, I kind of, I don't miss him, like his behavior and his antics, but you couldn't, you can't say it was less exciting. I, it was like pageant, uh, pageantry. Politics has gone back to being super boring now, which is probably <laughs> what it should be. Should be. Apart before, from a forest. <laughs> before it was like, let's see what Donald Trump has posted on Twitter, you know, back when he was still allowed on Twitter. But I remember when he was suggesting injecting the bleach or something and he turned over at the press conference to look at his, I think it was his medical officer, and his medical officer is basically put on the spot because Donald Trump going, can we inject the bleach or something like that? And his <laughs> medical officer has that deer in the headlights look because, like, uh, yeah, that's a good idea, but we probably shouldn't do it. And you know that people actually tried doing it afterwards. Some Americans yeah. actually were hospitalized because yeah. they tried injecting bleach because when he was kind of like a cult leader, he kind of still is. And when he says something, people just go and do it. So some people tried it and ended up in hospital. So I remember he was saying afterwards that he was joking, but I'm like, I, I don't remember seeing the actual thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure people didn't take it as a joke. Like that's not a joke. No, I don't that, think that's he said not it. any kind of I don't think he said it. And I'm like, should the, the president probably shouldn't be making any jokes about that stuff either. Like, I, I don't think that Whoa. he was joking. I think he's just stupid because, you know, the likes of bleach kills 99.9% .9 of bacteria. In his head, he just thought, oh, well, if bleach kills 99.9% .9 of bacteria, why don't we get some kind of injection that does the same? But he said it without thinking. So I don't think he was joking. I think he said that to cover his tracks yeah. because cause he said mm. something stupid. Yeah. Well, the, the meme, the meme that came out afterwards was, and I think it came from the Democratic Party, it was, I think it might have been Pelosi. She tweeted, don't take your medical advice from someone who once looked directly at a solar eclipse, because that's what he did. And I was like, mm, burn. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. For the record, I don't actually think he's stupid. I think that's what happens when you speak about a subject that you know nothing about. But I don't mm -hmm. think he's stupid. I, I think he, he would be, I don't think he's a genius that he proclaims himself to be, but I don't think you get as far as someone like him yeah. without knowing a few things. And I mean, you know, he's lost a lot of money, but he's also made a lot of money. So there's some parts of what he's, and he used to be in demand as a public speaker all around mm -hmm. the world before he became president. And literally everyone went like, oh, we can't have you as a speaker anymore. You're too controversial. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's kind of like, I'm watching Biden now and there's nothing really. But that's how it should be. Just let him get, take care of business and just sort everything out. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't need to be a song and dance about every single policy and every single issue. Well, that's their job. Of, we had four years of the Trump show and after you, you just. No. Um, I think it's CNN, the American channel, uh, their ratings during Trump's reign trump's four years they were the highest they had doubled or tripled highest if it's ever been guess what happened once because every day was trump this trump that guess what happened after he left office guess what happened to their ratings plummeted but maybe in the toilet 
they can focus on real news, not the fake news. <laughs> yeah, but they, they got Donald. used to being that. They got used to covering that. That's, sort of lazy stuff. That's why journalism. people were watching. Lazy journalism. Oh, I'll let Melanie. I'll let Melanie talk about journalism. There's, there's <laughs> been a lot, been a lot for journalism. I think to to answer for on a kind of a serious note, on both sides. Yeah. I was watching this debate um, just yesterday. It's not just the right wing and Fox News. You look at the left side and look at some of the things that they've been saying. Yeah. And it's just as out there and factless as yeah. some of the stuff you've seen on the right. Uh, Melanie, as a journalist yourself, can you just give us your thoughts on that? Because I look at it and go, geez, yeah, both sides are, are screwy. Don't know who to listen to. That's that's how I feel too. I feel like everything's kind of moved away from the unbiased in the middle type journalism and it's either really on the left or really on the right um and you're finding like some some of the i would say news corporations that i found more reputable are saying some mm. really weird stuff now too so i'm i have my own personal thoughts about what's going on and it's it's basically changed a lot within the past two years i'd say the past two three years it's been a lot more um completely left or completely right and not what I was initially taught in journalism like the kind of journalism that you want to see um but there I mean if you do your research and you know what you're looking for you can find the right news for yeah. you right um but I like to I know when I'm looking at news I want to I want facts I don't want a, like necessarily opinions mm. and um for it to be completely mm. biased and you can tell by reading something if it's if it's super biased so that's not mm. what we were taught in school, and that's not what I want to look for when I'm looking at the news. And and honestly, during the pandemic, I feel like I had too much news thrown at me. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to just shut uh -huh. it all up. And like, no. as, as a journalist, that's not something good. Like, because <laughs> you should want to read the news. That's what you're, yeah, you know, yeah, passionate about. But uh, no, it's just too much. But the whole world was divided and you were either yeah. on one side or the other and there was yeah. no real fact sharing or no. yeah. I think what happened is they locked like they locked everyone down and everyone had too much time on their hands and we were obsessing over the news. Yeah. Um I remember like every day at six o'clock we had to turn on the news, like we had to see what Boris's next announcement was every single night. We were just like glued to our TVs. And that got us all to the stage where we were obsessing over every mm -hmm. last detail. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't go out. We couldn't see our friends. We couldn't socialize. So the it was arguments. driving everyone a bit crazy. On social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's nice now that, like, you know, people are starting to get out again. Like, here in the UK, I'm sorry that you're not, Adrian, but hopefully you start getting out soon and socializing and maybe They've you know the news will get more relaxed <laughs> when we were in lockdown i was watching like some of the, the australian girls's insta stories and they were all out partying living their lives and i was sitting at home all upset and now the shoes are on the other foot there was a okay i'm just going to say this anti-vaxxers all right before the pandemic i would have said you know, in some ways getting a jab, like before the pandemic, it was like, okay, if you don't feel like you, you want to get it or need to get it, that's fine. 
whatever. Um, and I was quite hippie, probably five, 10 years ago, I was, you know, vegan, raw foodist, all that stuff. Um, but there now it's like, as Chloe just said with her Nana, people still going on about being anti-vax. It's a joke, not, not a fact in sight, but what, um, there was in Melbourne, these bunch of anti-vaxxers, they threw an engagement party with 69 guests. I know not a joke, 69 guests. Um, as is their want, someone filmed it, posted on social. Everyone saw it. They've all been hunted down. They've all been fined to the tune of, I think it's three and a half thousand dollars each. So that engagement party has cost 350 something thousand dollars because of their, their, they recorded it and they were all recorded making their speeches and joking about not wearing a mask. And there was a doctor there and they were all and now $350,000 later. And that's now a super spreader event because now the government's the, the arm that looks at the, that does the contact tracing needs to trace everyone who was there, the 69 people. And, you know, everyone knows two or three people. So it's just beyond a joke. It was right after that, that Melbourne got thrown back into curfew. So um, we're not thinking we'll be out of this until probably the end of the year. And they've now, our premier has said, we now need to learn to live with it, mm -hmm. which is a subtle change. So what's happening in the UK, that's what you guys are doing now. It's like, you're learning to live with it. Yes, there are cases, but you're not pretending it's ever going to go back to zero until probably the last 24, 48 hours. Our goal in Sydney, New South Wales, was still to try and get to zero elimination. Now they're saying that's not going to be possible. So now we need to get as many jabs into arms as possible. And they're looking at when we hit 70 or 80%, that's when they say mm. they will stop doing lockdown events whether they stick with that or not, I really hope they do stick with it because otherwise what's the point? But I think um, the UK, I think yesterday had like another 30 or 50,000 cases. So uh, wh what's the situation in the UK? Like is it kind of back to normal and everyone has forgotten that Corona exists? Because that's kind of the image that I get. Um, yeah, kind of pretty much. Um, I think a lot of people are still wearing their masks out it's really divided actually i'd say there's probably like half and half i'd say 50 50 whenever i walk into like a, a supermarket half the people wearing masks half the people not um wales we had slightly different rules we've only just now done away with well the rule of having a mask but right. the majority of people here are still wearing it um but it feels a lot more normal especially um, since being at the, um, the pageant girl weekender, it was eerie. It was so eerie to be that normal and to for everyone yeah. to be lounging around in the in the park hall. And um, we had a singer on one night. And everyone was up singing, dancing, and it was basically a big old party. And it was a bit like, mm. oh gosh, like it's a bit like. You know, the social anxiety kicks in a little bit, thinking about Corona. Who's <laughs> yeah. jabbed, who's not? Um, but I don't think I don't think there were any cases from um, from it. We were advised to do a rapid flow test every single day, which we all well, I'm mm. guessing I did, and I didn't get COVID. 
Um, I've been doing them quite regularly and I, I still haven't had it. I've swerved it. I don't know how I haven't managed to catch COVID. But yeah, it does feel um, back to normal in a, in a sense. Wow. I, I, I watch TV. Like I was watching She's the Man yesterday and for whatever reason, <laughs> oh, they're not wearing masks in my head. I'm like, why am I thinking that way? <laughs> movie made in the early 2000s. Why am I thinking, oh, they're not wearing <laughs> <laughs> watching like a classic black and white show gone with the wind or my fair lady they're not wearing masks when they blow out the candles they're like oh gotta eat that cake not me <laughs> oh it yeah it, it, it I, I would think it would be weird because i think the first time that in australia we get back together and have a giant party i think you'd almost feel like you know when you're being a naughty kid and your parent comes into the room and you know that you've been busted, I think it would be the same feeling for all of us. We're like, we're having a party. Are we allowed to do this? And you're just kind of expecting the police or the army in our case to kick mm -hmm. the, to kick the door down and go, Oh, you're not allowed to be doing this. You're not allowed to gather. You should be where else. Oh, but I, I remember at the beginning of this, when people were joking that masks were going to become a fashion item. And of course, now they have. I don't mm -hmm. know how much money has been made on like Etsy stores. I've had with three silk making... ones. Lost all three of them. Silk. Mm -hmm. I get makeup all over them, and they're so hard to clean. Yeah. Yeah. Never a bit. I just pop it in the washing you... machine. Mine's still not a disposable one. Matter what I did, but like I, ha I hand washed my silk ones. Yeah. How did you lose them? I've no idea. Um, must have fallen out my bag. I had three. I had a nude one, I had a black one, mm -hmm. and I had a burgundy one in the winter because it matched my burgundy. coat. Burgundy, yeah. <laughs> <So>, stylist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was going to buy some. I was literally going to buy some more recently, and I thought, well, they're doing away with the mask scene. I don't know what I'm. I'm going to be doing, but. Um, hmm. Jordan is very much, he, he has quite a lot of social anxiety around people because obviously in, only in Wales recently have they done away with the rule. So we've been used yeah. to wearing masks here, but I've been going to England pretty much every weekend and no one's been wearing masks there for the past month. So, uh, I was like, oh, well, I'll sit wearing, wearing masks with him because he's a bit more, um, cautious. So I thought, do I do I invest in in getting some more silk masks? I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> they're not the I, cheapest, and if you lose them, you. I don't. I don't have the uh -huh. the silk ones. I've just got the disposable ones. But, but I want um, to look nice. I want to match my outfits with them because there's nothing worse than having a really cute outfit for getting your mask and having to get a disposable one. It's not It's not chic. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> the only place that I'm allowed to go is the supermarket. So no, yeah, no, no one. I don't have fun. an outfit to go to go shopping. I really don't. Are, are um, people dressing up to go to the supermarket still like there or what? Like, hey, look, sometimes oh I do as well. Like, honestly, yeah. it's gone to the point where putting on a pair of jeans rather than a pair of track pants, that actually feels yeah. like an adventure. Yeah, it, It's that level of crazy. It's like, oh, my God, I'm wearing proper pants. I mean, I know <laughs> the UK pants mean something different, but trousers. Mm -hmm. um, and just, oh, I'm, I can't remember the last time I wore a collared shirt. Like, I've only ever worn my jacket I mean, I think, since I, I went to UK for an interview. right now. 
Oh, this is like this is a top. It's just <laughs> like a, a, yeah. a fleecy oh, yeah. top. But yeah, I don't think I've worn my suit properly since I was back in UK Galaxy. I mean, like, why would I? I'm not going to wear it at home. Maybe I should. At this rate, be the the only time I get to wear a suit, <laughs> wear a tux for the next five years. Um, but did you guys see the masks that had the mouths on them? So it looked like yeah. you weren't wearing a mask. <laughs> kind of freaky. Was, yeah, those are weird. It was yeah, like ones with beards on them. And stuff. Yeah. There was a tick, there was a TikTok with a guy, and yeah, he was wearing one of those. And I I initially didn't think it was funny, but then I saw the TikTok and I went, I couldn't tell he wasn't he was he was wearing a mask. It didn't look like it. So, uh, but yeah, um, so that in the UK things are kind of back to normal. Chloe in Ireland, is it back to normal? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, well, it, it is here anyway, but. I do know that there has been a lot of cases um, around the area in Derry. Um, so I left because I left work because of my Nana. So I took my computer home and I've been working from home the past two weeks. Well, last week and this week. So this is my second week of working from home. And then on Friday, that's me done work forever. But after I left to go home, I noticed a few emails that were being sent out by management to try and encourage everyone who was in the office to go home and work from home if you can. So that, to me, kind of indicated that cases were on the rise here in Derry. Um, and then also from, you know, rumours and things like that, that the hospital's now crowded. It kind of makes you think yeah. maybe that's why they're sending us home. Maybe it's getting bad again here. Um, maybe it's something to, to keep an eye on. But I really hope we don't end up in another lockdown. But it's kind of concerning when work is sending out emails trying to encourage everyone to go home. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know how you guys would deal with another lockdown. I mean, for me, this is really the second one. I'm not mm -hmm. third. Second proper one, and it's a lot harder the second time around, at least for my for my sake, because you kind of thought it was done, and then you have to do the whole thing again, and it just feels like, well, what was the point of everything that we sacrificed before if it just comes mm -hmm. back again? That that's kind of why for me, this second time or third time, sixth time round, you lose track. It feels harder than the first time because the first time it was a bit of I'm not going to say it was fun, but in a way for a lot of us, it was kind of an adventure. Because we had to stay home, we couldn't go to work. We were finding out about things like Clubhouse. A lot of people yeah. got into TikTok during during Corona, and it was all this fun stuff. People were doing dan dances at home. Um, Melanie puts her hand up. Uh, but this time around, there's it's not novel. It's like yeah. you can you can leave now. Like 2020 was last year. Please go away. Yeah. But it's our case numbers now. I think uh, are worse than they were in the first lockdown, and I think this will be definitively and objectively worse than our first lockdown. So that's Australia, UK, Ireland. Melanie in Canada, is it back to normal? Uh, gyms are open. So that means that like we can do a lot more here. Like um, people are still wearing masks everywhere. We're supposed to wear our masks. Uh, mm -hmm. Unless there's like something outside and you keep your distance. So it's mm -hmm. kind of the same thing, but the malls are open, the gyms are open. Um, so we do have a lot more freedom here. Um, but I know like there's certain like trends that they follow. Like, so I, 
I hate to say it, but like, I think that we're probably going to end up in another lockdown or maybe lose something in the fall because that's just how it goes. Like yeah. it goes like this and then they call it early and then they like, so they look at like major holidays too. And they kind of decide we think it's going to spike mm-hmm. then. So they close probably before. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay optimistic, but I, I've been watching what the trends are and, and mm-hmm. who knows, right. I'd rather be realistic about it. But I think for the most part, like most people have gotten their vaccines and things feel a little bit more normal right now. So um, I can't complain right now, um, but the fall might not be fun for everyone. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. and obviously summer, the heat and sunlight are all yeah. proven to be the good things to get rid of. Well, to, to keep the numbers down and, once you lose that, because bear in mind, obviously being in Australia, we're the opposite of you guys. So we're still yeah. in winter at the moment. Um, although it's been unseasonably warm the last couple of weeks, but um, the winter just makes it worse because everyone's inside. Yeah. Um, you're inside, you're not moving around much. You're probably not eating the best and it's all, you know, the perfect mm-hmm. breeding ground for Corona. It, has America decided to let you Canadians in yet? Because that was in the news the other day. I remember <laughs> you telling me this. So they're allowed to go into Canada, but you're not allowed to let, they're not yeah. allowing you guys in. No, it's still that it's still that. So they're allowed to come here, but we're not allowed to go there. What? Um, So uh my my, same with the UK as well. Is it? Well the Americans allowed to come Mm -hmm. here. Yep. Fully vaccinated Americans can come here, but we can't go there. Yeah. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense to me though, because I feel like like Canada has less of a population and we, I feel like we have more of our things together. I mean, it goes by States, but Mm. like this whole time, like I'll tell you, like Michigan's right across the pond and they've been just running wild since like, like they go to Florida, they come back, they don't have any, any restrictions. Like this is before the vaccines were even a thing. And I'm just so surprised. Like, I just have I've a lot been, of hair, so I watch their Snapchats and like she's in Florida. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I've been so envious of all like the um, the pageant girls in America because obviously they can dot around all the different states. And yeah. I'm like, mm, mm. America's like the pretty much the same size as the whole of Europe. Why am yeah. I not allowed to go to a European country and you're allowed to jump around the states? Yeah, like our countries are the size of your states. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There was a period. There was a period of time that we weren't allowed in Quebec. I think. I think it was Quebec. We're allowed there now, but uh, so they they had like some cross provinces where you weren't allowed. But now we're okay with that. But we still can't drive literally thirty minutes to the states. Like we can't do that right now. How uh, did um, the Canada Galaxy girls? I mean, it was worth their trip going to Junior Galaxy, wasn't it? Because they swooped all three crowns. They but can, how did they? How did they? How did Cindy swing that? They would fly in, so like we can fly in. We just oh. can't drive. You the can border. fly into America, but you, you can can't fly. drive into America. Okay, that makes complete sense. Yes, you can fly in. Um, <laughs> like. Like we still have like a lot of the same rules though. Like you, you can't. I don't sure understand any. I we can't fly in though. Any of this? I haven't flown anywhere, so like I'm not too sure. But I'm pretty sure they do like a test before you get onto the plane yeah. and stuff like that. But I think you, 
pretty sure you still have to quarantine when you come back, unless that's been lifted because of the vaccines recently. I have to look into that because I just don't look at it because I know I'm like, I'm not going anywhere right now. It's not yeah. worth it for me to even look at it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was last February Trump put a law in place to not allow the UK or Ireland to fly into America. And I just feel like Biden's forgotten about it or Trump tucked it away under somewhere and he's forgotten about us because he just hasn't lifted this law yet. Yeah. And like, we're all vaccinated. Well, a lot of us are, the majority yeah. are. Mm-hmm. So I don't get why fully vaccinated Americans can come here, but we can't go there. Makes sense. It just doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't understand it at all. I, I don't understand a lot of this. I mean, you can even just see from when we're speaking, our countries have different have dealt with it very very differently in some cases not dealt with it at all um but i I was watching this comedian talk about how americans were allowed into canada but they hadn't allowed canadians into america and he said he couldn't understand it because he said canada is like it's like america without the personality disorder his words (laughs) not mine and he was an american he's an american comedian yeah brutally honest he's in canada Yeah, he's like, Canada is like America without the personality disorder. I'm like, that's actually really, really funny. But uh, I I think we're way past the point now where this is going to ever get back to zero. I I think it's now, you know, it's here to stay. Yeah. And we're just going to have to deal with it. Everyone should go out and get their jabs, whichever ones are available to you. We've got Pfizer, the AZ, AstraZeneca, and I think we're bringing Moderna Mm -hmm. over Yeah, I have the Moderna. I, yeah. I didn't know anyone in the UK that had the Moderna. I, knew, I know really? quite a few Americans that had the Moderna because it's the Amer- American one. But I remember I sat down in, to have my jab and I was like, well, what am I having? Is it like Pfizer or AstraZeneca? He's like, no, you've got the Moderna. Mm. I was like, what? Okay. I, thought, I, I don't know anyone in the UK. And I was like, okay, great. Oh. I'm the guinea, guinea pig over in the UK. <laughs> well, was it two jabs? Moderna's I've had, two? I've had one, yeah. The second one I'll be having on the 28th. Right. Okay. Well, how were the side effects for you after the Moderna one? Uh, I had a bit of a backache and a bit of a headache, but I feel like they were kind of um, the symptoms that were associated with COVID, the ones that were unlisted, because here in the UK, it's like Mm. a cough, cold and flu-like symptoms. Well, a lot of people that I know that actually had COVID here that tested positive had a headache and a backache and that's it and didn't have a stuffy nose or, Mm. you know, didn't have the... The fever-like symptoms. Um, Jordan just had a backache and a headache, and I just said to him, "Go get tested," and he had it. So I, that, they, they're the yeah. symptoms that I had. I don't know why they're not listed on the NHS website, but that's funny because that, 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 that's the same side effects I had from the vaccine. That yeah, I had the Pfizer one. I had a headache and I had a bit of a backache, but I thought that was because I'd played tennis. So maybe mm. it was maybe it was a vaccine yeah. as well. I just felt like oh. tired, lacking of energy. Just oh, that, that too. I, I, I just pass out for 24 hours. So I yeah. don't have the energy to do anything. Chloe, what were your side effects? Too. Yeah, I had a, yeah. a really bad backache as well. Like it almost felt like my spine mm. was hurting. I felt like I'd done a full body yeah. workout. I was exhausted as well as that. I had a yeah. really bad headache. I just felt horrible that entire day and the next day. And one more thing was I had a high temperature, so I was sweating in the night. I woke up and my bed was soaking because I sweated so mm. much in the night. And that that's not something that I normally do. I don't normally like overheat or sweat in my sleep. So it was so weird. Not. But um 
<laughs> yeah. Just lying in but, bed um, every night. I'm just like swimming in a pool of my own sweat as usual. No, it was just, yeah, it was just so strange. Like overall, I just felt really horrible. Like really, really horrible. Melanie, what about you? Um the fever for sure. Like that was the most mm-hmm. noticeable thing. Um, but my I will say this, my brother tested positive for COVID last year i didn't get it with him but um he lost his taste and smell and that was all he experienced like so he Mm. had just said like i can't taste or smell anything but he wasn't sick at all he didn't have any other uh, other symptoms he was totally fine and then we're like that's so weird and then he got tested and he had covid um has it come back has he has his sense of smell and taste come back oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah he's good for that but like I heard it from other people too. So I don't, I was curious if that had been something that you guys had, like, not from the yeah, vaccine, a lot the of vaccine, people. but um, we have a woman at work that got COVID in March and she still hasn't got a sense of smell or taste back. Yeah. That oh, was wow. my sister-in-law had the same deal and she didn't get it back for like two months, three months, her, her taste and smell. But my brother was, back to normal so it's like different for different people that have gotten mm. COVID. yeah so i'm not but i haven't anybody that's had the vaccine i haven't heard that part of it so i think that no. those symptoms are just from covid itself mm. but it's just the weirdest thing because he had no other symptoms like nothing and uh if he hadn't had said that maybe he wouldn't have even got tested like mm. so yeah I, I haven't heard about that as a side effect from the vaccine, but just thinking about it now, that that would really suck, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I mean, not I mean the sense of smell, okay, but sense of like being able to taste anything. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. we all have our favorite foods. Everyone, can you imagine? You just go to eat your favorite food and you can't taste it anymore. Yeah. I mean, that that'd yeah. be you can't taste your your fries or your chicken or your chocolate or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just like doesn't taste i heard a bizarre bizarre case i don't know if there's just an isolated one where that she's had a sense of taste but everything had changed so what she liked before now she couldn't stand um some of her favorite mm-hmm. foods made her nause- nauseous so that was even a stranger case she hadn't lost her sense of taste but it yeah, had like got crossed over in her brain or something so now what she used to love would make her nauseated huh. so that, that that's really that's crazy I think she said she lost a lot of weight. Yeah. She, she I think, didn't yeah, want to eat the food anymore. Yeah, yeah. the woman at um, work, she she kind of eats the same thing at lunch. And they're the, oh, they're, if you're in the UK and you're watching this, we have like a tuna. Crackers. Like pasta thing that comes in a packet. They taste like cat food. Um and I looked they at look her. Like cat food. You tasted cat food. Oh, it looked. It's 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 awful. They're like snack lunchtime things. Um, I looked over at her and I just knew. I thought I didn't realize she'd lost her sense of taste. And I looked over <laughs> at her and I was like, "You're not about to." Eat. The last person I saw eat one of those threw it up immediately. Um, <laughs> they're that bad. They're they're awful. And she was like, "Oh, it's fine. I can't taste it anyway." And she's like just there oh. eating it i'm like how do you how how but she can't smell it and she can't taste it and, and they're healthy so 
I think she's lost a fair bit of weight. Wow. Um, and she's we oh, talking about going those, to, is yeah, that you know, the ones. and like the ten, the like oh, the ten, like hexagonal. Oh, yes, I hate those. Pasta in a tin. <laughs> yeah, pasta yeah. in a tin. It's pasta like these little tuna. in oh. a tin, and it, they open it looks like cat food. It's horrible. Yeah, it's mm. awful. Yeah. We we're talking about going to, you know, the restaurant because one of our team members is leaving. So we're talking about going to this nice restaurant. Um, we we're all getting excited looking over the, over the menu, and she's a bit like, oh, "It's a waste of money for me, isn't it?" Because yeah. yeah, matter okay. what I order, I'm not going to be able to taste it. So so strange. Yeah, it's a bit sad. There, there is something about the canned tuna and opening it, and it just looks and smells like cat food. My um. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend, who was Canadian, um, ironically enough, oh. uh, she she felt I was doing too much of the cooking. Um, so she decided in her wisdom that she would cook a meal to surprise me. And we had just gotten a slow cooker. But you know, some people just have a knack for certain things and some people don't. Yeah. So she, she basically made what Danielle and Chloe were describing, tuna say tuna pasta but they make fun of me if i say pasta so pasta. tuna pasta pasta pasta, pasta. <laughs> that's unusual for a canadian to say pasta, pasta? i would have thought you guys yeah, yeah. Pasta. Pasta. But tuna pasta right that's what she decided she'd make but for some reason she cooked it and then thought what would make it more oat cuisine would be to put it in the slow cooker so and then we were coaching tennis. She left the left the, the pasta in the slow cooker for like a couple of hours. When we got back to the apartment, the smell. It, it just smelled like I was a cat food factory because that's basically I think what cat food is. It's like tuna that's been cooked into the tin yeah. for, and uh, and it was all baked because there's no liquid in the tuna pasta. It's all baked into the bottom of the slow cooker and you could turn it upside down and it wouldn't come out. It's a should not put any water in there. No. Oh, not that wow. that would have made it any better. <laughs> Interesting. Pasta that's cooked and then slow cooked again. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. And so to this yeah. day, the, the, the smell of tuna pasta, it's like. You can't have it anymore. Mm-mm. Not not for me. But um, pa- pasta should not come out of a can. I'm just going to say that. No. Pasta does not come out of no. a can. It's no. horrible. No. Uh, that that particular thing that she's talking about has turned my stomach before like yeah i tried <laughs> yeah. to eat it one time and it made nope. me really nauseous everyone's done it once um, and once only yeah what? you look at the packet and you think wow this is healthy there's no calories in this i'll eat no it and then oh no there's, there's, oh, it's like very little <laughs> protein and yeah the, the marketing okay. is very good look at making it look very healthy and on the go kind of lunch mm. but no no you you don't know what what's the weirdest thing what and we'll, we'll wrap up with this weird question what is the weirdest thing you guys have ever seen in the supermarket that's in a can for me, it was when, and every time I go to the supermarket, because this is now my daily adventure as I get to go to the supermarket, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a can is chicken. Canned chicken. A whole one. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole, and it's still milk. <laughs> it's good tuna. No, it's just it's tuna. like bits of it. Yeah, I've seen that. That's that's pretty normal here. Chicken like, and I, gravy. 
Yeah. Canned chicken? Ooh. Well, like, it's like the same thing as canned tuna. So, like, you grab canned oh, tuna, there's canned weird. chicken. It's just not as potent as tuna. Like, no. <laughs> oh. We have a guy at work that has chicken curry in a can. Interesting. It doesn't look too bad, I... actually, once you see it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I actually hate those canned sausages, like those American styled sausages. They are horrible. Like, I don't know why people like them. And if I, if someone handed Handle me a hot dog sausages? with those American sausages in it, no. See, like <laughs> it has to be. I was just gonna say something similar, but I think they were like German. So I was like in the international foods like foods section because I like looking down there and trying new things. And I saw like they were in a jar, actually, not necessarily a cake, mm-hmm. like a jar, but they were like hot dogs in a jar of liquid. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, that was like because mm-hmm. the person I was with is from Romania and also has been to Germany. Like, yeah, they're German. I was like, weird. Like, what do they taste like? It looks like what pickles like pickles are in a jar with. Like, why are, why is there hot dogs in a jar with uh, with liquid? But uh, we actually tried them and they were good brought them home yeah german sausages isn't that the ones we get at carnivals and they're huge they were yeah they like were, you they get were them long, but they were like mm. in like a pickle almost like a pickle jar type size right? yeah it was just so weird for me to see because i've only ever seen like hot dogs or in packages like never in a in a jar okay. yeah but oh, they yeah. actually did taste good so just i was okay. like what is this <laughs> yeah I don't know how I feel about sausages out of a jar. Yeah. Like half the time you don't know what's in a sausage anyway. And if you actually found out what was in sausages, particularly hot dogs, you probably wouldn't want to eat them anyway. Like the ingredients you'd think for sausages should be meat. And then you look at the back of the ingredients, you know, and I I do this all the time because back from my days as a raw foodist, I needed to know what was in it. And you look, it's like, eat this this chemical, that sodium nitrate, chloride, something, probably the stuff that Donald Trump was talking about, the chlorohydroxychloro, mm. whatever, that's probably in it as well. And it's just <laughs> like the ingredients list takes up half the back of the pack and you're like, I probably shouldn't be eating that. I don't know how... Um, <laughs> sorry. I don't know how people eat spam. Yeah. No. Oh, my stepdad <laughs> eats it all the time. <laughs> Spam is like yeah. um, it's like fancy cuisine for some people. There's like spam ingredients. It's like twenty ingredients that twenty dishes that you can make with spam, and like the the first one is always get spam out of can. I think it's quite. <laughs> a, is it Korean? Where they eat a lot of spam as well? Is it yeah, Korean and, or ja- and, and Japanese like spam, culture? and you you add it to your mi goreng noodles, and it's like oh, it's fancy oh. now. It's like guys, guys, what are you doing? You got so you got your your quick noodles. With God knows what's in it, and then you're taking out the spam out of the can with what? <laughs> then they chop it up and they go, "Oh, I feel so chefy because I'm and chopping they grill up my it. spam." And yeah. then turn it over yeah. with chopsticks. Yeah, and they put chili on it and say, "Oh, salt and pepper." Look, and I'm like, "Oh, guys." Oh. Anyway, what's the weirdest? We in the UK. I don't know if you have it elsewhere, but we you can actually have a pie in a can. Fray bento. Is it bento's pies? Right, right, Bento. I think we've actually got one in the house. We'll probably go get one. Jordan likes them. <laughs> you basically just use a can opener. It's quite an, uh, a circular 
not like a the traditional can. They're more like a shorter, like and a fatter, yeah, shorter like a and fatter shirt. around. And then you just yeah, okay. cut the top off, and you can <laughs> stick it in the oven as it is in the base of the, the tin. And then you just cook it in the oven in Does its it can, and it then <laughs> it's pastry. Obviously, there's pastry on the outside, and then the filling yeah. on the inside. And um, we actually have one in the house somewhere. I don't eat them, but <laughs> we do I, have one. I tried a mug cake for the first time um, oh, yeah. during lockdown. I'd never had one before, and I bought myself one for like I don't know. I was like, I'll try it out, and it was I'm it bored. was okay. But like, you literally you put it into a mug and you throw it in like either the microwave or the oven, like, and that's it. That's... Like, yeah, I, I saw well, the first time I heard about mug cakes made in the microwave. I'm like, you're kidding, right? This is some sort of TikTok thing that half the people, when they do it, they blow up. Um, but <laughs> Giselle, who we've had on the podcast, uh, I think it was an episode where Daniel wasn't on, but Chloe was. It was had been Giselle's birthday and she'd made herself a, a microwave cake, which yeah. I gave her grief for because if you know how to bake. You don't make a microwave cake. But I've not, just the idea of, because you need a mug, you got a handle, you want to mm. do this, right? That's what it's so like. What do you do with the cake? Like, you... like, like a creme with the mug, like it's like a bigger mug. Like you could eat like a oh, you could eat soup, like a flatter one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I just sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I just googled the weirdest things to come out of a can, um, just out of curiosity. And okay. one of the things here we says. Go. Squid in the Philippines, they oh, have yes, cans squid. of squid. What bird's nest? What oh, in China? Oh, oh, silk okay. worm um, coffee, oh, whatever that no. is. Rattlesnake, Ooh. what snakes in a can, <laughs> fish um, mouths, and fish now, yeah, cheeseburger. What? How do you get the cheeseburger in a can? <laughs> Apparently, they do that in Sweden. <laughs> wow. This is actually this is... making McDonald's sound appetizing yeah. by comparison. Cheeseburger in a can. Well, maybe that's where they get their cheeseburgers, though. We don't know. Maybe crickets. Can, so. Roasted crickets with eggs. Ew. With eggs? Chloe. So, Chloe, yeah. the bird's nest, right? Back up for a sec. The bird's nest? <laughs> that's You said it's from China, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a bird's nest okay. drink. Okay. Bird's nest uh, drink in a can do, from China. I don't do know you, what's in the. Do you guys, do you guys <laughs> know what bird's nest is in terms of the no. Chinese dish? Okay. Here's one that you'll like. And this is where I just go, what's wrong with Chinese yeah. people? And I say that as oh, a Chinese person. <laughs> the bird's nest is, um, it's a certain bird that uh, goes to make its nest with the saliva. With this, so it it makes this kind of like a a plasticky textury kind of thing, and it Do makes it. I think it? it high up in the mountains. So of course, because it's rare and hard to get to, that's why Chinese love it. Because Chinese love things that are rare. Because it makes it. Oh, if you're rich, you have to be rich to afford this. So bird's nest is literally a bird's saliva, and it is turned into a dish. And my cousin, this is the Chinese medicine side of it would used to have sparrow, I think it was sparrow saliva or swallow saliva every day as a medicine 
to, mm. to make him manly or intelligent or fertile. I don't know. It's always one of one of those three things. With us the bird spit. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was drinking bird spit. So the bird's going, oh, like, to, to make its nest. And here comes the Chinese going, oh, I have some of that. Mm. Oh, yeah, I feel like I can fly now. I'm like, oh. I feel so like that's the, what the bird's nest is. I feel and like they turn into a drink. For him, it's probably like a mentality thing. Like, you know, like the placebo. Placebo, yeah. Placebo effect. Yeah. Like, he drinks is like, wow, I'm such but, a man now. Melody, <laughs> melody, melody, melody. The, the, the other thing that Chinese would have is tiger penis like because that would make them more like a man and you know just to prove that this doesn't work right this same cousin my brother and my cousin we were all going for a walk near the near the beach my cousin because he wanted to impress us decided oh i'm going to go climb that tree and we didn't really like him um anyway we still don't he he goes and <laughs> climbs up the tree to show off and we're like yeah cool he got stuck couldn't get down. We walked off and left him there. So just because you eat parts of a cat doesn't mean you become like a cat. And it doesn't mean you're a man because you didn't, like if you had gone and wrestled the tiger with your bare hands and killed it, I would have some level of respect for you. But if you take out a giant gun and shoot something or you're just eating it out of a can or out of a jar, there's zero level of respect, just zero, and it's it's, it's horrible. But Chinese. What about the roasted very, cricket? Very that sounds dishes. horrible. Actually, they taste. Um, I've not had them, but insects, because in Southeast Asia, because a lot of them were very very poor, they had to rely on animal protein, um, and apparently, because mm -hmm. you salt them, they actually taste quite nice. They're like crackers. Mm. Um, how they look, you'd have to get used to it. But also animal pro mm -hmm. uh, insect protein apparently is one of the best for our planet mm. because it's so readily available. So there's a lot of people yeah. who think we're going to be eating a lot more insects. And I, I do think that's what we'll end up doing. I was going to say, go. they make flour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, thanks. Isn't uh, chocolate crickets like an Australian thing? That's what I thought. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Uh, the bush no. trial. That's what I heard. <laughs> it's like an Australian thing. Chocolate crickets. I don't know. I've like, not, not heard of that one. No. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong country, but I'm pretty sure that's. If we if we had anything to do with cricket, to be Vegemite with us Aussies, it's always oh. got to be Vegemite something or other. So you take a cricket oh. stuff and full of Vegemite. It would be, and say, it'd be cricket might. Yeah, it'd be horrible. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. I'm not a fan of it. I have not eaten an insects, so I have no like the. Well, the it makes me feel very weird. Intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah, yeah I think the average person eats. Hold on, let me search it. So eight spiders there in their lifetime. Oh, I used to yeah. read like that they go into your mouth at night sometimes. Mm -hmm. I like I grew up on a farm, and I'd find spiders underneath my pillow all the time, all the time. And it, like, I almost, I'm not surprised when I see a spider anymore. Like, unless it's, like, a huge one that should not be in this part of the world. Like, I'm like, this belongs in Australia. Which part <laughs> of the world? Our Apparently. spiders aren't, aren't the biggest. Our spiders will just kill you. There are bigger spiders. Like, you've seen some of these tarantulas. Florida and has bird spiders. They horrify me. Yes, Chloe. This, this can't be true. It says... 
and Pennsylvania, they released a report to say it's estimated that the average individual eats 1,000 or 140,000 insect pieces every year. <laughs> 140,000. So like bits in the air. No, when, I think that's when eating. Wind. You, but I, I can see well, that. 140,000 140, in a year. Yeah, because if you think about flour, for example, which is processed from the wheat and how many insects would just be in there even if they clean it, yeah, mm. I wouldn't be surprised that we would have eaten a lot of – and look, it's protein and it's not going to kill you. So We've definitely all had a fly fly into our mouth at some point that we've definitely not spat yep. out. I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've had one go up my nose. Uh, I have. I haven't one gone in my ear yet. That's the one that freaks me out. Something mm. going in my ear, and then you can hear it scratching around. You know, when a, a little tiny oh. fly flies into your eye, and then you have to like get a little like oh. dead fly out your eye. It's so bad when you have contacts on. It's contact horrible. lenses. Oh, it's horrible. I, I had that. I had that once. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you're trying to get the fly out without getting your contact lens out in a public without bathroom. And then once you take it out, you can't see it. I, I, I was so blind before I had the surgery done. Like I couldn't find my glasses without them. It was, it was terrible. I once yeah. had a, um, one of my contact lenses fall out in the middle of a cinema. Like this is back when we had intermission. And for some reason, my eye was itchy. I rubbed it and the contact lens out of one eye fell out. So then I had to go back and to watch the second half of the movie like this. Mm. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, um, Anyway, well, well, that that was an interesting conversation about insect pieces. So, um, Chloe, not not insects for you. No, you wouldn't try no. it. You've been to Vietnam. No, I'm sure they would have eaten the insects there. No, I think everything we had kind of had was more like fish dishes. Like they were very into the fish where we were, and we stayed mm. at some incredible hotels where they literally had anything you fancied. They had like a pasta station if that's what you wanted. Or they had like fish dishes or like pizza. They they just had everything. They, the hotels we stayed at catered for everyone. They had like lots of desserts, lots of like worldwide food that everyone ate. So we did like try a few of their like special dishes, but most of them were fish based. I really enjoyed the crab soup. That was my favorite. Yeah, it was beautiful. It, it kind of had the same texture as the chicken and sweet corn soup that you would mm. get in the Chinese mm. um but you know that gooey taste but it's salty and it tastes really good mm. yeah I like that but a lot of the girls like were freaked out by it because a lot of the girls don't like fish but oh, yeah I'm I love to trying anything but roasted crickets I don't think I would <laughs> they wouldn't have taken you to the markets either because that would just been would have been too wild controlling like 80 plus contestants mm -hmm. from, from all around the world in a in a Vietnamese food market would just be impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not surprised you haven't tried any of that. Yeah. If you like um if you like the crab soup, then Chloe, you might actually like what us Chinese call porridge. The the Chinese mm -hmm. word for it's con congee or juk. Um which is actually it's nothing like your guys' idea of porridge with the sweet in the morning. It's made out of rice and it's savory and you can have crab porridge or chicken porridge or beef yeah. porridge and that's actually mm -hmm. one of my favorite dishes um as long as you can understand it's not what you guys think of as porridge right it's really 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 nice 
Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, we've been on for a minute. Uh, so we'll go around the room, as you guys know. You can bring us up to date with anything exciting that's going to happen over the next week or so. Why don't we start with Melanie? That's probably the easy one. So Melanie, do you have anything exciting coming up within the next week or so? Well, uh, tonight I have my final fitting for my fashion wear. So we'll be all ready with that. I had someone local make it. Um, she's a, she's a fashion designer seamstress here. So I wanted to support local with my fashion wear. Um, so I'm excited for that tonight. And then obviously this weekend is Canada galaxy. It's been a long time waiting for it. So I'm, I'm very excited that it's finally here and I'm going to be meeting girls that I've been chatting with online for like almost two years now. So, um, <laughs> wow, you're actually real. I thought I you were just a figment of my imagination. This is not VR anymore. It's <laughs> yeah. like a virtual reality. Um, but we have we've had like a Snapchat group, so we we kept in touch with like the Miss Division, and then um, there's actually some women that like the local. We have like a local group too, and I haven't even mm. met them in person. Like I've talked to them like constantly, and I've never met them. So that's even sort of mm. weird. Um, but uh, I'm glad it's happening in person. It's not going to be virtual. Yeah. I'll get to see real people. And obviously like there will be like some, there still restrictions. Like we'll probably be wearing masks. Like obviously we'll be wearing masks as Ontario mandate and stuff, but uh, yeah. um, there'll be a little bit of an audience and uh, I'll get to do a pageant for the first time in person in six years. Yeah. It's been that long. So I'm excited for that. And then honestly, after that, I'm not even sure. So like, that's, that's the extent of um, what's going on this yeah. week. That's as far as we've looked. We that's haven't looked past looked. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fair enough. But that's as it should be. Well, from all of us, good luck. Bon Thank chance. you. Um, I, I'm sure it would just, just like riding a bike, it will come back to you, even if you haven't done it for six years. Um, yeah. We'll be watching. He'll be amazing. You just reminded me actually I need to buy my virtual ticket. Yeah, so there's virtual tickets for everybody. If you I guess I'll plug that in here because Cindy's gonna be like, mention it. She's like, mention it to all your friends. There's virtual tickets for Canada Galaxy if anybody's interested in in seeing Uh, available on the website. Yeah, I can send you the link if you'd like. Oh, yep. If you want to send it to me now, I can actually yeah. put it in the comments or something. Sure. Um, so whilst whilst Melanie does that, um, Danielle or Chloe, anything exciting coming up? Although it's still like the idea that you two are going to actually see each other in person is blowing my mind. Yay. And I'm jealous. Both of those things. But anything exciting coming up for you two? Look at a cardboard cutout of you. Make it life size. Do it. Do it actually. <laughs> just like take oh, a moment. We'll take oh, them all over in London and we'll get pictures in the London Eye and then we'll get like, like taking like, 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 have a funny, like, I got to have a thumbs up or, or something so everyone can have a pose, a picture. With. I've, got a, I've got a cardboard cutout of Gino DeCampo. Don't ask why. It was my Nana's what? as a gift for Christmas. Yeah, she loves them. So my mom got her cardboard cutouts. So what we could do is we could put Adrian's face on face Gino. On Gino. Do it. Oh you have God. to fly Gino over, though. Are you flying? Yeah. Oh my God! I can just like carry him on the plane. Can you imagine me walking in the airplane? 
Yeah, but no, buy him a ticket on the buy him a okay, ticket on a the seat. plane. And he can sit next to you. <laughs> and dress him up and everything. So any anything exciting coming up for you two? Go on, Clay. You got anything starting in finishing up? Job? Yeah. Well, I finish work on Friday and then just over the next few weeks it's just gonna be hectic. I've got London coming up, I've missed G B coming up, I've a hem party in um Liverpool with Eden as well. And then we're also considering doing a trip to Greece. Um, Meg was looking, Meg Kenny was looking at all these different like routes around Greece. And um, yeah, we're thinking of traveling around possibly if it doesn't clash with my masters. Um, Danielle, you're welcome to come if you want. I think I've taken up all my holiday at work to be fair. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I haven't even been to, well, I haven't even left the side of the world. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, so, yeah. I feel I feel you, up. Melanie. I haven't been anywhere. Else. That's just south, so haven't been to Europe. Haven't been to Australia. No, I really want to travel. Don't come to Australia. We'll shoot you. We've got the army out patrolling the streets. Yeah, so. not right now. <laughs> You're always welcome to visit us in Europe. We'll show you around. I will take you up on that. Yay! Miss yeah. Chatting Tatum comes to your. <laughs> can you, um, um, Chloe, rather than putting me on Gino's body, can you put me on Channing's body, please? I, I, yeah. That's Topless, a good choice. When yeah, he was actually. in shape. Well, well, yeah, I don't know. Magic might body. Exactly. Yeah, I, I need the six pack. So if you could put my head, face on his body, like I would, maybe even if you draw it in with like a marker or something, contour the body a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's cardboard. You can just you know shape it with a pair of scissors. Yeah. Um, plastic surgery at its finest. Miss um, Latimer, um, I have a very exciting photo shoot happening on Saturday where I will be the photographer um, for uh, Miss. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say it, but screw it. No one. I don't know if anyone. Paula ain't watching this. Um, Miss Universe Great Britain and Miss Wales. I will be doing a photo shoot with them on Saturday. And then Saturday, uh, Sunday and Monday, I'll be up at Diamond, which is a, a pageant here, which goes to Regency International, I believe. So I'll be driving up to oh, Miss Diamond. Okay. Right. Um, okay. And that'll be, I think there's quite a lot of us going to that. So it'll be... Uh, a nice big reunion again um it's over sunday and monday which is a bit random yes. but um there is i think the fashion wear round and interviews happening on the sunday and then monday is like the more like a final show um so that should be fun to see everyone there it's being held at quite a nice hotel uh, so monday I probably won't be on the podcast telling you now. <laughs> so okay. next week, I don't know who our guest is, but I probably won't be here because I'll probably be driving um, back home yeah. from Southport, I believe it is. Okay. We'll see what, we'll see what we can do. I'm, I am sorting out next week's guest now, but we'll see if we can maybe shift it to another night. Uh, just before we wrap up, so Melanie has sent me the link. So here you go. So it is, I was going to say, yeah. there's a long, quite a long link. So if you go to Canada, canadagalaxypageants.com, 
Um, I'll whack it in the comments here okay, if tickets. I can. It's a CanadaGalaxyPageants.com forward slash shop, and then it's a, a long URL that you won't remember. But go to the Canada <laughs> Galaxy page or um, go to their Instagram, and the link in the bio takes you to their website where you can purchase a ticket. Uh, 2 p.m. Miss Show. There's only 13. I don't know. That's in, that's probably the in-person one when it says only 13 person. left. Yeah, oh, the it's the one with screen. all of the, that's the live the top one. left. Yeah. There you go. Miss 2 p.m., 4 p.m. So juniors for 4 p.m. would be around 6 a.m. my time. The, uh, this is so exciting. The at, ooh, the miss would be at 2 in the morning for me or something. Well, I think oh, that'll be interesting. 2 in the morning or God knows. I think I went to bed at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, when? Um, when Galaxy Junior and Bayer's a Latino was on. So... Yes. Dedication to the cause. Yeah. That's you, though. I am not crazy. Can you imagine you two went to internationals together? Like, how fun would that be? Then you'd have to take my cardboard cutout because I wouldn't yeah. have Or I could just come watch. Yeah, that's a better idea. Why wouldn't you just, just go? Just go. Why wouldn't you just go? Do it. I will. Where is it normally Yolo. It's uh in the states well usually it's been florida. it's been held in florida and it was going to be chicago then it moved to chicago that was the one that was cancelled and then there was rumors of it being in the bahamas and then puerto rico but i think it's pretty much confirmed that it's going to be in texas for 2022 oh. yeah so oh, there, was, there, was lo- barbecue. there was loads of hints so in the back of the um program at Beza Latina and Junior Galaxy. It uh had see you in Texas 2022. So there was a little hint there. Mm. Crystal Cavey put it on her story and I was like, what? She was like, it's ah. the back of it's the back of the uh, program. So I don't know. I've just took a picture of it. And then uh what else happened? Something else happened which I can't remember. Um, I think there was a, uh, a, a thing or someone said something on the night, uh, Texas is the home of galaxy, the new home of galaxy. Ah. So I think it's pretty much going to be Texas, but South yeah. Texas. So oh, I always want, so I think, um, after the pageant, I'm going to plan like a little, um, trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to want to go to a, an all-inclusive and, you know, fill up on the buffet yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So whether I'm celebrating or commiserating, I'm going to have a, a mojito in hand. Yes. Just it's a celebration <laughs> either way. It is, it is. You've done amazing. You both have. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Okay. Well, that's a lot of exciting things yeah. that everyone has planned <laughs> that I'm extremely jealous of and can't do any of. Oh. So we'll leave it at that. You might be able to yeah. by then. By yeah. Then. July, August no. 2022. No. I, don't think so. yeah. then I, w- I would have been shot by the army for trying to escape and trying to protest that all of this doesn't make any sense and I'm sick of it. No, I reckon, So if I you see Australia man gets shot for ranting at the top of the Harbour Bridge, that was me. No, you got a whole year. You'll be fine. Yeah, there's still a lot of time. You got to be optimistic about it. 
you're you're double jabbed now, aren't you? There's a lot of time in lockdown, Melanie. I do have a lot of time. A lot of time. I am double jabbed as of last Friday, and because there's nothing happening in lockdown, I'm thinking of going getting jabbed again just for the fun of it. I'm going to try the vaccine buffet. I'm going to review the vaccines. I'm going to try all the vaccines. Oh, my gosh. Yep, I've had the Pfizer. I'll review the Pfizer, and I'll give it a score out of 10. And next week I'm going to go have the AstraZeneca. You're going to OD. Then I'll have the Moderna one. And then I'll try the what? Chinese one, which doesn't work, but don't tell anyone who got it. <laughs> and then, you know. You're, you're you know, very the, the, Russian one, the Russian one, the Sputnik, got to try that the one. The Russian one. <laughs> gotta, the Russian one, it's the China, China virus. China. Um, yeah, so I'm going to now become a vaccination reviewer. Wow, um, a new job on the market. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'll have all the microchips in my body yes, so all, all the governments of the yeah. world can track what I'm doing because they really <laughs> can't. Too close to anything is going to activate it, right? The 5G. Yep. And I have a tin I have my tin foil hat ready to go. Um and that, yeah. that's my life for the next 6 months or so. So there you Speaking go. Speaking of tin foil hat, I want I watched the weirdest documentary the other night. It's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And like these people were like getting into groups and like meditating together and they were all like seeing all this alien stuff. It's weird. Huh. I mean, like, I don't know if I believe it. I know sure I'm a little gullible. You believe in aliens. You love I it. I'm a believer. <laughs> I want to believe X Files. The truth is what? out there. What's the that yeah. army base in the States? What's it? Um Area, area 51. 51. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. remember last year there was an event that was called Storm Area 51? Let yeah. me see them aliens. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. that would go really well. Storming an army base uh -huh. in America, that's going to go really well for you. Like, just, just have at it. I'll watch whilst I'm having my vaccines here, but, yeah, you, you go have it and you, you prove that there's a conspiracy because they shoot you all on site. I remember Absolutely. the date. The date was scheduled for, and I was like, "Did anybody actually go?" I was in the group, like just like, as for fun. I'm just like, <laughs> I needed to see what people were posting, and it seems like most people just joined for jokes. But yeah, you're as bad as you're as bad as like Daniel and Chloe. Chloe, <laughs> they, they they joined something on Clubhouse just to make fun of them. Yeah. What, what was that? Thing? No. You were egging them on. What tomato was the thing hands. that you guys joined? <laughs> yeah, tomato, the tomato. My hands are tomato. Oh my god, me too. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I know, I no, I would actually love better to do. I didn't know if anybody I actually would... went though. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry about that. Now. No, I I would actually love to have an alien-based podcast where anyone who's like claimed to have been abducted by aliens in the past oh. have them on as guests, hear their stories. If yeah, it, I mean, like it's entertaining. Like hearing yeah. us stuff like that, it's it's entertaining. Um, it I, I do believe I do believe in aliens to an extent, but I don't I don't believe they if they're gonna talk to anyone or have contact with anyone, it's not gonna mm -hmm. be with old Billy down the road, and <laughs> it you know it it is not. Uh, I think they're gonna if they do exist, they're gonna be far more intelligent than us. Um, I don't know if you saw there was I'm on like the weird side of TikTok and there was a video that went around recently that there's a um a pyramid like 
pyramid statue thing in Egypt and they've tested the um, the substance that it's made of and it's not from Earth. Huh. Um, and it's that dense that they can't like etch anything into it, but it got etched hieroglyphics into it. But mm -hmm. that would only been able to have been done with that precision with lasers. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have been able mm -hmm. to do that with any kind of tools. So, and this thing is thousands of years old. So they're like, yeah, like there's definitely like higher technologies out there to, you know, created those kind of etchings on this type of substance and then there was that weird case in Zimbabwe as well where all these school kids all saw the same thing and they all had mm. the exact same story what did they see uh, yeah it's actually really interesting I'll send you the link afterwards but okay. it just kind of <laughs> makes you think a little bit that um yeah there's a there's a lot that's unexplained like uh, like it's fun to like, even if it is, isn't true or what, you know, it's, it's fun to hear like, and there, and people can't explain it. So mm -mm. who knows? Next week yeah, we me... will now be an alien podcast. <laughs> yes. Can we get, can we get a, a person that's had an alien experience on Let's, this? Um, pageants and conspiracies. <laughs> I was going to, yeah, I'm going to bring a conspiracy theorist on. I, I feel like, uh, I need to hear about all the things that I just don't understand. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, let let's do that. Yeah, misconspiracy. <laughs> we're turning into a pageant. Misconspiracy. We'll have a pageant. We'll have a pageant where you know the prerequisite for entries. You need to be a conspiracy theorist, or you need to believe in aliens. Believe in it. Um, yeah. And yeah. then yeah. everything to do with the pageant will be alien based. Or conspiracy that's the one pageant I would win. You gotta wear your alien wear. But what if someone came onto it and said that they were an alien? Because there's people like that that exist. <laughs> Specifically, do you know that woman that I think she's Russian and she 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 made herself look like Barbie. She made herself look like Barbie. She's known as the Human Barbie, and now she's saying she's actually an alien. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've seen that. And there are some people trying to turn themselves. Yeah, she says she survives on like air and sunlight alone. Like she doesn't eat. And she's like, so she's, okay. a she's a liar. She's yeah. a liar. She's, a she's snuffling she food, but no one's looking. You bring her on this show. There you go. Yeah. I missed the days when the weirdest things we talked about was the fact that I said pasta and not pasta. You know what? I was going to make a comment on that. Uh, pasta is like American. Like I hear people from Michigan say pasta mm. and like we yeah. say pasta. Yeah. So that's, I'm saying that Americans say pasta. Mm -hmm. I hear that in the There's States. no R. There's no R. Pasta. Um, does it sound like there's an R? It does sound like there's an R in pasta. Yeah, but then, Danny, you guys say dance. I say dance. There's no R in dance. Dance. Yeah. yeah dance. The bar. The bar. Yeah, so I don't know. Bar. We can argue about accents another time. Uh, okay. <laughs> Chloe, go find us a conspiracy theorist, or if you just want to appear as your normal self or your alter ego next week, and we can discuss all things conspiracy theories, aliens. Um, I do believe there's something out there, but I agree with Danielle. I think if it was that intelligent to come here, the first thing it, it, the thing it wouldn't do is go somewhere over Area 51 
or find yeah. a redneck and yeah. <laughs> doesn't shine. Right? It's like, no, you wouldn't do that. Probably make contact with Elon Musk because he's he's yeah. gonna be the one in space, isn't he? What what made this show I watched the other day so weird is it's because like you kind of connect with them through your mind. So these people were like meditating and like in their head they could see like a uh, Google Maps and they were like guiding the aliens to their exact point in their mind, like through the cities, through the towns, like right to their pinpoint They're place. And it's an whenever Uber all these people Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the people. So this is how they were communicating. And then there was this one man who said that he was deaf. And there was actually these light figures. There's pictures of these light figures, like almost looking like it was sitting beside him. And then he said that night he was cured from his hearing loss. And like he took out his hearing aid the next morning and he never used it again. And like the weird thing is there was loads of other people around him. They all saw it too. And there's pictures of like these like light beings like sitting beside them. And the weirdest thing is the doctor who made this documentary actually created an app that helps you meditate for like you know wanting to see whatever it is these people are seeing but like i'm i don't know skeptical you about have it downloaded that app haven't you chloe yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i don't believe it but i don't but know you do oh, you do a little bit i think like she's she's signed up she, she's not yeah. really going to study her masters she's off to america to go meditate with these yeah. people <laughs> right. okay. yeah they actually have a little club uh -huh. i'm just like Let's picturing people in a cornfield like at nighttime like in a circle meditating like, thinking kumbaya that's exactly <laughs> what it is that's exactly what it is. they do oh. hug therapy okay. as well where you all hug each other Mm. <laughs> let's leave it there yes <laughs> before we go too much down the rabbit hole uh, -oh. uh and we will see you guys next week bye for now thanks for watching just a reminder to you entrepreneurial types to come and join us at our facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the pageant boss i'll see you inside and see you in the next episode